Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. Hi, this is Christy. And this is Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest, take 32. 32. You can tell that we're in the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde. Yeah, full moon. Because we've already done this three times yeah. and it keeps getting deleted. And it just keeps disappearing. But this is how much we love you. <laughs> yeah. So what a week. We lost three greats. Yes. We lost Larry King. Cicely Tyson and Cloris Leachman. And not that you weren't a fan of Larry King. Yeah. But I was honored to be on a radio show one time. I was being interviewed and he was on as well. And um, he was very nice to me. Well, that's good. Yeah. He was very kind. I thought he was very um, open-minded. Yeah. Well, well he was married he like 82 times. That's so. true, too. That's true. I didn't, I didn't dislike him or anything. He was great at what he did. I'm sure he was a nice guy. I just didn't really pay attention. I didn't really watch, listen to his program or watch it. I mean, there are times where I did see it, but, you know, it wasn't like something, oh, got to turn the TV off or on and, you know, watch Larry King. I, I was never into it like that. Yeah, no, they they said he was very, well, New Yorkers, right? The East That's Coast, true. they're a little bit more assertive than we are in the Midwest. And he was just a little bit more assertive, but he was a cab driver, wasn't he? Well, that's what my mother always told me. So, yeah, they found out it was some guy, he was a cab driver and someone was a fare for him, you know, got in his cab and said, wow, you got a good voice, great voice. You should be in radio. And I guess that's how it started. I don't know. That's what I was always told. I don't know if it's true or not. And then Cecily Tyson. Yeah. You met her. I Well, I, I saw her. Yeah. I went to see, she was she was married to him or anyway she was with miles davis i saw miles davis perform at the masonic temple and it was really strange it was a trio and she was backstage with miles and he would do his little solo or whatever and then walk to the back and they would have a bottle of i think it was heineken and a cigarette let for him and he'd take a sip and he'd take a drag off a cigarette and he would give her a kiss and come back out and play were they more. married i think they were but i don't hold me to that i i wasn't i'm not sure but oh. I think I, I did read that somewhere. That I know they were together. and She more or less kept him going. She kind of straightened him out. Huh. Because, you know, he had so many ghosts, you know, with him. He was into drugs and everything. And Yeah. He passed away too soon. But I was grateful to, to be able to see him perform live. It's kind of like us going to see B.B. King. Yeah. And we were supposed to see Etta James. And she got and sick she right before Ill. that. Yeah. And then she passed away pretty soon after Not that. Not long after. So I regret that. You know, we tried to. But what a January. I, my least favorite month, the Midwest, you know, we lack the sunshine. In the last podcast, which somehow got deleted, I sang for you guys. Yeah. So luckily you guys don't have to listen to I it again. I won't. No. Chuck Chuck was enjoying my <laughs> rendition of Ain't No Sunshine. When she's, she's gone. gone yeah. And leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, and so. Plane. The little warbler. A happy little warbler. Apparently Christine. my singing broke the podcast universe. I'm going to keep that in mind next time you start. 
<laughs> that it breaks singing the a hymn yeah don't do it it's gonna break the universe. oh it's gonna break something well we've we have a full moon full moon full moon rising we were blessed to, to visit the hospital again this morning mm, yeah thankfully we're home yeah we're home and everyone's fine everything's good knock on wood yeah no blood clots no nothing no it's crazy but yeah, it's all good, and it's Friday. 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 Yeah. And we're going to talk about reincarnation. Do, 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 do. Hey, what were you talking about? What was that? with and the last one with Bachman Overdrive? What oh, were we talking about? We were talking about Stephen King. You were talking about wanting to do. A, you're going to do fiction book, write fiction books. I do. I want to write a series of fiction books, and but I'm Use contemplating a using name. a different name. Right. And we were saying like Stephen King. Stephen did King, that. when he started out, he was Richard Bachman, and those were his first books were under the the name Richard Bachman, and but he got the name. Don't from even Bachman still Turner. know that. So yeah, like. Garth Brooks also attempted to use a different name. Right. He was Chris Gaines, but he wanted to do something different that wasn't Garth Brooks. So he did put on a different persona, a different haircut. But I don't even think any of those songs did really well. So maybe I shouldn't do a pen name. Well, there's a difference between doing a record album and writing a book. I The Richard Bachman maybe. books, I think when they found out that actually Stephen King wrote them, they probably did pretty well. I think but, they redid them and they say Richard Bachman or Stephen King as Richard Bachman on it. But there's a way, well, you know that because you know people, other authors that use different names. That's not the real name. So, yeah, you know what, a thing. why a lot of them change their name is, well, for many reasons. But one of the reasons that they do it is to have it back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. There used to be these things called bookstores. Yeah, remember that? I do remember those vaguely. And it was alphabetized. Yes, true. Libraries, too. Yeah. So if you recall that A is the beginning of the alphabet. Yeah. And so it's at top shelf where your eyes go. Right. Right at the beginning. So most people would change their name to an A or a B last name yep. so that they would have top shelf. Yep. You didn't want to be John or Jack Zimmerman because that meant you were in the bottom all the way at the You'd, end. Exactly. Don't want to be the Z's. But I am an R, so I am on the bottom shelf in most yeah, of the that is true. In most of the bookshelves. That's a true story. True story. That is a true story, Mary Lou. Thank that you. is a true story. Um, but I wanted to talk about reincarnation. Okay. And old souls, which I kind of think are the same thing. They're like, yes. they kind of go back and forth together. So there's kind of a bunch of different like symptoms. Are you an old soul? Yes. Yeah, I think we, we both are. I think we both we, are. We yeah. know we both are. Mm -hmm. So there's a sign of like, do you have like dreams, are the same dreams every night about a situation or about a time period that doesn't have anything to do with what you dealt with in this lifetime. Well, as we mentioned before, yeah, there's dreams that I've had. Um, one, I don't like to dream. Again, we mentioned that before, too. But they didn't hear that. That's true. You guys didn't hear that. 
So I don't like to dream because I don't like to analyze the dreams when I wake up, think about them. I'd just rather not remember anything and be done with it and get up and start my day. But I do remember like starting out at 10, 11, 12, being in a certain place that is very familiar, but I don't know where it is. And it's almost like being in a different realm than I have another dream a year later and I'm back at the same on the same street, the same place, doing whatever. And I say, oh, yeah, I had this dream a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So I, I do go back to something. I don't know if it's a different realm, if it's a different dimension. Parallel if universe. It's a, who knows? But the familiar, I'll remember. And, and something, and it may be all happen once every couple of years. But it'll be like, oh, yeah, I was just there. I had years ago, I had a dream. Well, when I was a child. I had a recurring dream where I was in this car on the steep incline and in front of me was a house and it was the house. um, The car was always pointed towards the house, you know, so Mm -hmm. you had to back up out of the driveway. Driveway, And in the dream, there was a family. I was always in the car, though, and the the car backed up into the lake Mm. and everybody drowned. And come to find out that it was the family cottage, which I still don't even know where it was because it was before my time. Yeah. And that that had actually happened like several decades before my grandparents bought that Very cottage. Strange. So I used to have these horrible nightmares because I was always trying to get out of the car and I would watch everybody else die. It was terrible. That would be an awful dream. And then I would talk to my mom about the funerals in her mom and dad's house all the time. And I could, I knew where the casket had been laid out and everything. My mom's like, um, there had been funerals in that house, but it was way, way before I was born. Because that's what they used to do. It. Yeah. So there's those types of instances are, I don't want to say proof because there is really no proof proof, yeah. but it's like kind of a symptom of a past life or being an old soul. And a lot of times we see babies and we can see the wisdom in their eyes and we call them old souls or like, this isn't their first life on this earth. Um, so a lot of times you get that. So that the, is true. The dreams, uh, exceptionally strong intuition. Hello. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, weird memories. Yeah. So there are like recorded instances of young kids who have memories that later prove to be accurate in detail, or they'll have memories of like my whole funeral situation where there's no way that they would know the details of it. Like kids have come through and said that they were in nine 11 or there was that one that said he was Babe Ruth, Yeah, that one kid. And he had details that, had never been written down that his wife had met with this kid. Mm-hmm. So what do you remember any kind of weird memories? Um, right now I'm going to say no, but okay. I'm sure there. So in the more past lives you've had, the more memories that might occur, yeah. but the brain tries to, you know, as you get older, you learn that, you know, this is a, this is weird, you know, this is like I was raised in a Lutheran environment, religious, 
And I was told that, you know, Shirley MacLaine was the whole past life <laughs> goddess, if you will. And Shirley MacLaine was strange and weird and eccentric. And yet I vibed with her. Right. I just did. I always thought people that said she was weird or crazy or strange, they were the ones that were wrong. I believed what she was saying. So. Well, what people don't understand, they often fear. True. A lot of people are narrow-minded, and they don't want to believe what could be. Or, again, like you said, with religious beliefs, they're not going to well, yeah. and pull in the down Bible, into that rabbit hole. You know, in the Bible, they're told that the soul goes to the eternal place <sighs> and stays there until the earth ends and then everyone is reunited again whatever not buying it next week we not will talk about it. revelation not gonna buy it <laughs> and i'm not gonna be here to do that we're one not. forget it um so the next kind of symptom is deja vu yes and that happens it's bizarre it's like I have had it where I've tried to stop it from happening. Like, I know what's going to happen next, and I try so hard to stop it, and I can't stop it. And it's like time moves so slow, and sometimes they think it might be another dimension or parallel universe. Yeah. And others believe it's revealing other parts of the past life, and it's it's weird. I got it, had it my whole life. I've had it a lot. And I'd be like... Damn, yeah, I've been here before. Deja vu, deja vu. But, you know, it never fazed me. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to let that. And it's often triggered spontaneously through a smell, a sound, a sight, a taste, or another sensation. We have it where this isn't necessarily deja vu, but have you ever, like, just been like, oh, I'm really hungry for, you know, something someone in mm -hmm. your past had cooked, you know? You know, whether it's like mom or right. grandma or something, and all of a sudden you have that. That's not necessarily deja vu, but it reenacts that part of the brain that's connected it triggers to Triggers something, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other sign is like you literally feel for others, which we call an empath. Right. So if someone has physical pain, you might feel their physical pain. If someone's having an emotional problem, you feel that emotional problem. And I think it's one of the most um difficult parts of the psychic mm -hmm. you know realm of gifts that exists so. i get that a lot too but kids will be like that you know the old soul kids will just have this wisdom they understand more through that empathic i remember my oldest daughter cora when she was like between one and two probably two years old and my grandfather i mentioned before he retired from Sinclair oil and anyone that they'd still have Sinclair stations in the United States and some States, but it was Dino the dinosaur. And that was like their logo, their insignia, green dinosaur. And we had, or I had this, I guess it was a silver, like a sterling silver ashtray, which was pretty big. But in the center of it was the, the dinosaur, Dino the dinosaur. And it said Sinclair under it. And I had it on a table. And when she was like two years old, I don't know, first time she ever saw it, she like kind of walked over to it and she picked it up and she looked at me with this like weird kind of impish grin and there was a twinkle in her eye. Like she knew what that was and where it came from, you know? Oh, that's cool. And it was like, wow. And I sensed that right then that, hey, wait a second, you know, either someone coming back through her yeah. or she was, she knew what it was. Yeah. And, and she had that look and she, and I'm telling you, she had a twinkle in her eye 
and it was the strangest thing, but I always thought, okay, kind of cool. I had that with my, my daughter. I was pregnant and at the time she was about two and she didn't know that I was even pregnant and she didn't know that I was having a boy. I don't think I knew I was having a boy and we were sitting down in the living room playing something on the floor and she said to me, hey, mommy, do you remember when there was a fire and daddy saved me and my brother and pointed to my stomach? And I'm like, and she's like, and then you died. <laughs> well, I'm petrified of fire. Yeah. Petrified. So it probably which, was something in a past life. Exactly. Which goes into another like past life's old soul situation is strange fears that mm-hmm. are fears that are really um, unexplained or traumas that you didn't have in this lifetime that you had in a past lifetime. Like you don't like dark water. I don't like you love water, but yeah, you don't water, like but... nighttime water. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And like, you don't like driving over that. You don't like bridges either. Like we really want to go to Key West, but you're freaked out about the whole Yeah, Key West driving, thing. you know, on a suspended highway, you know, above the water. It's like, uh, I don't know. And you don't like airplanes, like low airplanes. No, low flying airplanes. I don't like that either. So that's a fear. I have like I don't like water in my face, like in the shower. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm being drowned. Ooh. Um, I don't like to go underwater. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I've had clients that don't like like the freezers, the walk-in freezers. Right. Or padlocks or closets or, and they never had anything that happened to them when they were little, but is it because? There's a fear of probably something that happened in a past life. Sure. So another sign is you're exceptionally wise. That's me all over. That it, well, you're immensely smart. Yeah, I can be. I've got my moments. Um, you love history. That's another type of sign. I do absolutely love history. It's I'm kind of drawn to it. It's like I said, with reading, I don't like anything fiction. I don't like make-believe. I'd rather read history or like biographies about people that I really like. Is there a certain like culture or time period that you're intrigued with more than normal? Not really. Um, I know... No, I guess not really. I, uh, may, like may, maybe sort, maybe when things were just black and white. Like I mean, I know real life wasn't black and white, <laughs> but I mean, like in the thirties, four twenties, thirties, forties, you know, fifties, maybe even just cur- more current like that. Like There's certain things on too. Yeah, kind of where things, you know, TV and movies, everything was black and white. Yeah, that kind of interests me. I, I've always been kind of drawn to that more than I have. Like, you like, know, current... I'm Gettysburg. Right. I'm very Civil War-ish time period. I'm drawn to the houses, the farmhouses. I'm drawn to yeah. the hauntings. I'm drawn to the stories. I'm drawn to the field hospitals. I'm drawn to all of that. I felt something when we were there. In you know, Gettysburg. there were times. I remember we were once at Devil's Den, right? And... and... There was someone there, and they were playing the bagpipes up on the top of the hill, and yeah, I just started crying, crying tears streaming down, and I don't even know why. So yeah. it must have been something in the past life. It had to have triggered something. It was strange. We went to a 
one day, one night excursion to Charleston that was a spontaneous trip. Charleston, South Carolina. After yes. we had spent time in Asheville, North Carolina doing a paranormal weekend. Yep. And Chuck didn't even know we were going to go. And I was like, <laughs> hey, let's go to Charleston. I know it's She's completely out of the way. And we had driven. We hadn't flown. So we did have the ability to do that. Yes. So we we did stay in a non-haunted hotel yeah. because we had had a lot of haunted paranormal stuff. Right. But um, Chuck knew the streets. We had never been before. Chuck knew everything where everything oh and i had such a cool experience there um such a cool experience we were we, we i don't know if you remember this <laughs> we had gone to i'm gonna start crying talking about this we had gone to a diner uh -huh. we had just gotten there we were hungry one of the things that my mom used to make for me was a thick ham sandwich with tomato, tomato and white uh, bread. I do remember that. And so we went into this diner. Now, Charleston is known for its food. Now, they have a right. lot of seafood, but they're known for their food. And we went into this diner, and we walked in, and there was this larger African-American woman behind the counter. And she came out from behind the counter and she said, Christy, how are you? Do you remember this? I do. And remember that part. I remember the diner. I remember eating there. And I'm like, how does she know my name? That's true. And I, do I kept doing this whole that. thing. Like, did you say my name? No. And you didn't. And she like greeted us like she had known us for years. Yeah. Now, there is no way she would have known who I was. Right, Not that I'm like famous now, but this was way before my books had come out. Mm -hmm. This was before I had had, you know, some television appearances right. and stuff. Like, there's no way she knew. She wasn't a client. Nope. There's no way she would have known me. Right. And she was like, you know, you want a ham sandwich and <laughs> tomato. I had tomato. And mayo. And I was like trying so hard not to cry and I had no idea why. Yeah. And when we left, she's like, you know, goodbye, Christy. And it was the strangest thing. I do, thing. Re I do remember that because we had to go up steps to get into yeah. a, a kind of screenish type door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it just so, it was just so deep. It was like I was in a parallel universe. So those are some of the types of things. So the history unexplained fears, the feeling of not belonging. Um, some people feel like they're aliens even, or that they don't even belong in their body. Some people feel like they were males or they are males or right. they were females. females right. And, um, and the soul can be reincarnated several times. It can be different genders. So that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, they tend to not judge a book by its cover. But they tend to know, they have a knowing. Mm -hmm. They're they're again that intuition. And their knowledge, yes. Um, they love being alone. Yeah. Just having some alone time. That COVID has given us a lot of alone time. True, but yeah, again, I was an only child, so I was used to that. Always been used to that. Um, some of it is like they don't like dishonesty. Yeah. Like and and they don't like small talk. <laughs> they yeah. want like either give me a heart to heart or don't talk like just don't yeah don't want to be bothered i i roll my eyes 
and I'm sorry if one of you has have done this to me, <laughs> but when I get an email from somebody or if I get a message that says, hi, how are you? Because I expect someone wants something from me. Yeah, usually. Usually. I know you're busy, but. but or they just want the small talk and I don't do small talk. No. Like just get to the point. Yeah. Time and I've is, always been like that. Time is too This isn't me just fragile, being old and cranky. This is just me. Um, some people feel like they aren't part of the race. So again, they don't want the social status or the fame or, yeah. you know, they just don't feel like they're part of this culture. Um, can't be fooled. Aren't socially naive. Mm -hmm. Just, you know what I don't like? Tell me. I don't like pranks. Pranks. Yeah, I was never big on it either. I don't like people making fun of people. You know, and I used to. I mean, again, I had a lot of issues growing up, and, and I was a husky lad. So people would try to make fun of me in that. But it's weird because I was like the king of the put-downs. You couldn't put one over on me. And people would try to, you know, say, use words to hurt me or hurt, you know, other people. And I always had a quick comeback to it, you know. Yeah. To where I was like, and and no one could beat me. And there's plenty of times, like I, I've mentioned before, I probably should have gotten my butt beat many times, but I was always too smart and talked my way out of it. So, but yeah, I, I, I was like that when someone would come at me, but I wouldn't do the prank yeah. to someone else. And I had a buddy that I used to work with and he, he would, you know, there's times we'd make fun and joke and do things. But once I realized I actually we'd hurt someone's feelings and that, I was the first to always apologize and was like, you know, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just don't like pranks. Yeah. Like at comedy clubs, I don't want to be yeah, made fun don't of. Yeah, make made fun of. And I don't like when they make fun of somebody else, unless that person's asking for it, if they're heckling or being a jerk themselves and they got what they've got coming to them. I am but, sarcastic, though. Yeah. And sometimes I have to check that at the door because I don't realize that sometimes it can be hurtful. Right. And that's another kind of old soul reincarnation mm -hmm. thing is you never really want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, I don't enjoy that at all. Another trait is a rebellious nature. Oh, that's me. And that doesn't necessarily mean, like, break the law. No, I'm not good with authority, but no, I'm not going to be stupid either, right? But it also, another trait is that you want justice, and sometimes justice isn't isn't served. Yeah, sometimes you, a, you don't get justice in this. You just want no nonsense, you know, you don't want the, the total BS and... Um, old souls tend to find other old souls to hang yeah. out with. They... You know, again, sometimes, you know, they pick up the younger souls, if you will, yeah. to kind of train them. Be the leader. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, plagued with unexplainable coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences, though. No. Have unexplained abilities, like you being able to find a road in Charleston yeah. and... You know, go in front of the the house and say, "Hey, I think we live." I think we live there, yeah. And we've had, you know, like I knew my name was Sarah, right? From a little, from when I was a little girl, and my parents are like, "Well, when you're 18, you can change." Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. That's Thanks, not mom happen. and dad. Right. But um, 
And then we've had a past life together. Right. We were married in a past life. And we followed the historical, like the actual proof of all of that. So I knew what my name was when I was little. I knew my first and my last name. And when Chuck and I started dating, I told him, you know, this, I was this in a past life, this mm -hmm. name. And it ends up that that is a like, family name. It is, it's a genealogy ancestor. Right. You were Sarah Butler and... My great-grandparents were the butlers. And you were Charles Butler. And I was Charles Butler when we were married in a past life. And we had four kids. Yeah. So it was crazy. Kind of like we do now, but just two and two. Yeah, and not every... I mean, I think that in the reincarnation and the past lives, that soul groups find soul groups. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that every... Like if you're married to someone in a past life, that you're going to be married to them in this. this no, life. I don't think that at all either. Usually, it's not going to happen. This is kind of why it's strange with us. I think we're supposed to fulfill something maybe we didn't complete in that lifetime. Maybe in the new, like we're supposed to learn. Maybe it's about growth. But again, like dreams, you know, I don't try to overanalyze things and think about it. So I just let things roll as they will. So. You believe you've had a past life or past lives, Obviously, right? yes, very much so. Um, I do too. Some ways that you can kind of get more information is doing past life regressions. See, I don't want, I don't do that because as interesting as it would be, I guess it really doesn't matter that much for me. Yeah. You know, I, I know some things and... Again, like you said, maybe we're sitting this a path that's chosen and we're trying to find answers from the previous life. And that might be true. I had a super cool experience one time. One of, one of our friends is a hypnotherapist. Right. And she was doing a past life regression on a friend of mine. And the friend asked that I attend it, which is abnormal. But right. we so were all friends. You'd sit in with it. And so I had no idea what to experience. But what I experienced was I experienced her past life as a viewer. Like I was seeing right. it as a ghost. Yeah. Which made me wonder if all ghosts are really ghosts or if it is interdimensional. Maybe. I'm getting way deep into that. Very deep. But so I viewed it as that. And I like we already kind of discussed. I don't like I don't like small talk. Right. So it goes very slow. Do this. Look at that. Do you see a calendar? It's kind of like a scavenger hunt of your past life when you do this hypnotherapy. Right. So you're in a trance and you're the person is. Right. And so there's this one. She went into this experience, this lifetime, and she's running from like a mountain lion. Right. And she's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. It's going to kill me. And she's running, running, running. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, should my friend who's in helping her through this. I'm like, get her out of yeah, this before she her. dies. Save her. So she does. She does. And she, my our friend wakes up out of this and she goes, damn it. That's why I hate cats. I got killed by a darn a mountain lion. Mountain lion. Past life. So it was just so funny. And you go off of like irrational fears or irrational yeah. dislikes yeah. and you know you, you wonder you know did you drown if you're afraid of water you know were you put into a freezer were you punished were you locked in a closet locked into a closet yeah. like i don't think 
all the experiences that we experience are random and our brain is like a computer and it's got an awful lot of content in it. Very well be. Our soul as well. Yes. I don't doubt anything. Well, this is our episode of The Robin Assist. It is. Hopefully it, it tapes. Let's go right Hopefully now. it works. Yay, Mercury Retrograde. Thank you, Jesus. Yay, Full Moon. Oh, man. It's going to be a fun week. Next week is February. February. I'm excited. I like February. It's my birth month. It is, and you're the, the big 6 6 First month of the year. 6 oh, we get man. past, We get through February, and the winter's on its way out. And I'll be married to side. an old man after that. Well, life goes on. Could be worse. It's all good. Good hood. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. My name's Christy. And my name is Chuck. I believe in you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode. 